Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. We've been doing this podcast for more than two years now, and I've been all over the country, and I think of them as really kind of little time capsules that you capture a person's voice in natural conversation, not like they're in a studio or anything. They're not sort of dressing it up. And so you get to hear their authentic selves, and nobody's more transparent in just who they are than a little kid. So I decided I would talk to my niece, Lily, when she was nine years old. And we've talked to people who are 100 years old, people in their 80s. I haven't talked to many just like little girls. And um, I, I didn't know that Lily could hold a conversation like this. I mean, I knew she was bright, but she's really dialed in. And we sat there for more than an hour, and we're only going to include like 20 or 30 minutes of it. But we just sat there and talked about all kinds of things. And what you realize is they're the things that little kids say they want to do when they grow up. She said she wanted to be a tennis player at the time. This was two and a half years ago. But then there are the things that they're really, you can tell they're drawn to. And in her case, her father, her mother's a scientist, forensic scientist, and her father is a is a um, biologist, a marine biologist. And so you can tell that Lily gravitates toward animals. And so we talk about dogs and cats, sure, but we also talk about fish, we talk about crabs, and we talk about horses. And she just kind of lights up when she talks about animals, all animals, um, not just the usual pets. And so... Um, I hope you enjoy this, uh, my niece Lily. So I love crabs. I love all sea animals. They're probably my favorite animals on the planet. What is the sound of one man listening? This is Man Listening, a fresh podcast featuring the stories of strong women who bounce back. Man Listening, because every woman deserves to be heard. Hi, I'm Stuart Watson. Welcome to Man Listening. Lily Jivoff lives in New Jersey, and she was nine when we recorded this, and um, she's really bright. She's the only child. She's the youngest of the grandkids on my wife's side of the family, and I really enjoy seeing her. Nowadays, she might be embarrassed by this conversation, but um, you can really learn a lot about kids before they get weighed down by the world, you know? And, and so it's kind of refreshing on, on man listening. Uh, I say I want to listen to women, but that means girls need to be heard too. Their story's important too. So without further ado, my niece, Lily. Do you know if you were born in a hospital or at home? Hospital. Do you know which hospital? No. Have you ever been by there? Hey, Mommy, yes. what, what hospital was she born in? Robert Wood Johnson. Robert Wood Johnson is where? In Hamilton, New Jersey. 
Yeah. So after a storm. After a storm. Yeah, they say that oh. the storms will uh, like encourage your lady business to, to drop or go into action. Oh my word. That's Has your mother ever told you this story? No. About the storm? She told me she yeah, told me I was, was born a in a snowstorm. That's why I love the snow. I hate the summer. It's too hot. Way too hot. And then um, I was in, trying to get things rolling, so I went out and picked up poop. I thought like bending over and scooping. Squat. Like, yes. There you go. Squat. Squat. So you were born right after your mom picked up poop. <laughs> Isn't that a romantic story? No, not really. No, it's kind of disgusting. Okay, you ladies keep it quiet in there. Oh, we're sorry. Because we're live. Okay, and um, when you uh, were like, a, okay, uh, the, the most important thing is, tell me about your mom and dad. Let's start with your mom. Okay. How do you, like, if somebody didn't know your mom, how would you describe her? I would describe her as funny and, like, she, she like, tease. But like, and not in a mean way, more of like a loving way. And what does your mom do for a living? Do you know? Mm -hmm. She works for the New Jersey State Police. Oh, okay. Is she like, give people speeding tickets or? No, she, she works in the lab. Um, well, I know her friend does. She, her name's Deb and she, um, she works on, I think DNA. Oh. So like if say a burglar broke in here, like in my house, and he cut himself and he left blood on let's say a window shard, then they would, the police would find that and they could test the DNA and then they would know that it was him. That is fascinating. Not everybody has a mom who does that. And have you been to her lab? Yes, I have been there. It's really cool because um, on Take Your Child to Work Day, they show you everything like the German Shepherds. They even have a battle displays when this guy is supposed to be running away but he's driving and then like this like little bomb goes off and like it's really cool and then like a helicopter comes down and German Shepherds come out and it's probably my favorite part <laughs> when the German Shepherds come out. <laughs> Not everybody gets to go to work at some place like that and how, so your mom and dad are both science people because your dad's a scientist too right? Mm -hmm. He works at Ryder university he does biology uh -huh. so he takes kids in this van with a picture of him on it and well it's a picture of him and his some crabs and some kids and um he goes and he will take them down to this marsh and they like there's like little ponds and big ponds and like there's fish in them so like he sets traps in them and then they get to you know mark them and stuff and it's really cool now so he's a marine biologist right mm -hmm. So he specializes, and he even more specializes in crabs. <laughs> now, my question is, do you catch crabs? So I love crabs. I love all sea animals. They're probably my favorite animals on the planet. I love them, and my dad sometimes, if he finds some special ones, he will put them in my tank. So I love crabs. I do not catch crabs, though. I wish I did, though. I'm just a little nervous that they're going to pinch me because when I was younger, I stepped on a crab and obviously it pinched me. So I'm just like... Did it cut know. your foot? No. It was, it was like one of those tiny little guys. Like your one. aunt, you know, my wife, mm -hmm. she had a hermit crab come out of a shell and slice her thumb so deep when she was a little kid 
the scar is still there. So they'll they'll get you. Those crabs will get you. Yeah, it was like one of those like tiny little blue crabs. I don't know if I have them in tank. I think I do, unless my big fish silver who thinks that he or she the queen or king of the world <laughs> of the tank, and she just will like peck out a new guy, and it's just like amazing. Um, do you like to eat crabs? I like eating crabs with sushi, but other than that, no. Okay, so you don't take the big mallet and whack them and break them open and eat the meat out of them? No. How about crab cakes? I like crab cakes because we have this thing on family night and my Uncle Joe, he loves to cook and he always, and sometimes he'll cook these crab cakes. They are so good, but he hasn't cooked them in a long time, and I wish he does, so I guess I'll just have to ask him. I love crabs because they're just so interesting. I love to see them, like, you know, crawl around the floor. Yes. Does this mean that if you had a pig, that you would have a tough time keeping the pig if you were going to eat it? I love bacon, so it'd be very hard, <laughs> especially when they get older. I mean, like, I have bacon, like, that, that's not cooked right in front of me. So it would be hard, but I like all animals, certain ones, not ones that bite it. So, I mean, I like lots of animals, so, I mean, keeping a pig would be hard, finding mud and stuff like that, but I think I would enjoy having a pig. Have you ever had a crab that then later became dinner, is, is what I'm wondering. No. no. So once you keep it, do you name the crabs? Yes, because my dad, he once caught this crab, and I named it, I think it was Barney, because it was found at Barnegy Bay, uh -huh. so I just thought, like, you know, me. At least, at least that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. but that crab died, I was so sad, but. Oh, did you have a crab funeral, or, or what? <laughs> hey, you <laughs> laugh. Your cousin, Jack, you remember Jack, right? He had a little black fish and the black fish died and we stood by the toilet and had a little service and Jack cried. I probably shouldn't tell you that. It's fine. I mean, like... It's okay? It's fine. You didn't have a, a you didn't have like a little headstone or a, a service or anything? No. I mean, I did, I did wish him a good luck and... Sometimes people, what they do is, I don't know what they do, but they call it, like, if, like, a, like a pet dies, like, a dog died, yeah. they'll say dog heaven. Yes. So, say, good luck in crab heaven. <laughs> so, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of like bon voyage. It's, it's good luck. Good luck wherever you're going. Yep. Safe passage. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Cool. Now, have you bumped into that name Lily? Have you bumped into anybody else at school named Lily? Because it's pretty unusual, isn't it? There, my friend Marcus, he has a sister named Lily in, mm. but some people call her Lily, so I mean, like, I have bumped into a couple people named Lily. Is Lily short for you, or is your full name Lily? What's your whole name? Do you have a, like a middle name? Yes, Lily Albane Jevoff. Uh, Albane's from my mom's side. Uh, awesome. And where did Lily come from? Lily, so my mom wants to name me Daphne, but my dad's like, no, her name's gonna be Lily. 
So I got my name from my dad. And where did he get that? Did he just like it? I think so. I mean, I don't know. It's not a family name that I know of. And where did Jivoff come from? That's an unusual name. Do you know? I know it came from my dad's side. I don't know. I think... Do you know what, what country they came from? or? It's either... Is it from Russia? Yeah, very good. Because I know that I am Russian. Yes. I know my full entire culture. So. Oh, amazing. And what other cultures are you? I'm also a little bit of Irish. Yes. I heard you did Irish dancing, is that correct? Yes, and I am now taking tap Irish dancing. So Holy cow. That's going to make a lot of racket. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you enjoy it? I really do. Do you have an outfit? Do you have a dress? No, but I want to get one. But the shoes were $49, so I'm pretty sure my mom's going to be like, let's wait to see if you get really good, and then we'll buy you an outfit. Exactly. Have you had a performance yet? No, this is going to be my first one in, I think, about a couple. They're at least going to be, it's at least going to be a week and some days away because it's my show's on a Thursday, um, sorry, a Wednesday and a Thursday. Mm-hmm. It is at the Kelsey Theater. Am I invited? Well, I don't know if you're going to be there. I don't know if you're going to be in the neighborhood. Well, uh, let me just ask you this. Do you want me to come or do you, yes. would you rather I stay away? I would love you to come. Okay, well, that's yeah. lovely. I appreciate that. I'll consider that an invitation. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm doing Old Town Road. I'm also singing a song called It's Raining Tacos. That doesn't sound too Irish there, Lily. <laughs> Raining Tacos. Yes, but with old, but with my tap, I'm doing the song Old Town Road. It's gonna like a little bit fast. Uh-huh. I don't know why they chose it. I feel like because it's like one of those. It's like one of you know, like one of those songs that like somebody famous and like really like really like re- like a lot of people like them. Like they sing the song and then it go. It's like a huge hit. Yes. It's like that. So, like, a lot of people love the song, especially well, my cousin Kyle. He, like, they were having a bar, like, is we were Kyle having a Is Kyle older or younger than you? Kyle? Yeah. He's older. He's, like, 21. Oh, yeah. He works at a jail, which I don't like touching his uniform, and so I just steer clear of that. Yes. And you haven't been to visit where Kyle works? I, don't I have, but I haven't gone in it. You haven't gone in the jail? No. You have no desire to go in the jail? No. Behind the bars? It's not like your dad's lab where it would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you really hit it off with Kyle. Yeah, I love him, but... Oh. Some- once he um once he got his whole uniform, uh-huh. he has this pepper spray that he sprays in your eyes. It's like it's like so like he it didn't spray it in your burns, eyes, did he? But he once he once put it near my eyes. I'm just like, don't spray it. And he's like teasing me, and I'm just like, don't spray it. I was so mad, but I but I can't like slap him because he's got a dog, Bruno, who if you hurt Kyle. Nice job. Oh, this is his personal dog. What kind of dog is Bruno? A pit bull. Uh, he was found on the street. He also has a dog named Jazz, who actually was found near here. She So there's this Jeep, and they roll down the window, threw Jazz out. Oh. They threw 
the dog. I, like, when I heard about this, I'm just like, idiots. That's cruel. And then, like, Jazz was chasing after them, and, like, she turned around, and she's like, like, she's like, oh, this man just ran up, and Kyle was just like, what's going on? And so he took Jazz here. I was sleeping. I don't know why. I was sleeping, and he actually asked to borrow some dog food, and because she was like, I think she was skinny, I think. And then he found Bruno, and then he found my dog, Trooper. But Bruno and Trooper had a little disagreement because Jazz was the first one to get fixed. They weren't fixed. They were fighting. Did not turn out that well. Trooper Uh-oh. still has some cuts in his ears and some, like, fur that, like, isn't there. So. Were you there when they had their big fight? No, but there was blood on the ceiling, the walls, the floor. Oh, my God. Had to God. get the whole thing redone. Now he has a brand new TV. He has some couches. And he has his whole room. And the blood's all gone. Yes. Not oh, a stain good. left. That's good. That's wonderful. Yes. Cleaned up the scene of the crime. Yes. So there's no, yeah. And tell me about this dog that you have. Trooper, he's really nice. He's a puppy still. He's like one or two, um, says the vets. He, I can tell you, he likes cheese. <laughs> I can tell you that. You give him cheese, you'd be like, oh, yeah. What, what kind of cheese? Any kind? He'll like any kind. Yeah. Because the vet, um, they had to give him a pill. And yeah. just like, they just gave him cheese. And yeah. he's like, I like cheese. Yeah. So, yeah. Is he, what kind of dog is he? He's also a pit bull. Uh, I get scared of pit bulls. Um, I, I, I feel like that they're uh, more likely to attack you than other dogs. Is that wrong? Am I wrong about that? Well, I mean, most pit bulls are like that, but not if you get them when they're like young. Because if you get them when they're young, they're less vicious. The animal kingdom. Whether they're domestic animals, like cats and dogs. Fish. Fish. You like your aquarium better than dogs? Better than cats? (laughs) It's so hard. What do you like about fish? Fish are cold. You can't curl up with a fish. Yeah. Why do you like fish? What appeals to you about them? Fish are actually kind of smart. I'll say. Because if, like, dolphins are attacking them and they're, Mm -hmm. like, in a big school, that's what they call a big group of fish. Yes. Then they will split up and they'll, like, go crazy because, like, like, the dolphins will be like, which one do I go for? They'll be like, which one? Like, there's this one, there's this one, there's this one. Like, all fish are flying around. They're like, never mind. And then there's flying fish. Well, my question is whether those fish are really smart or they just all kind of come with that knowledge, kind of like preloaded software, if they all I think know they that. all come with Or if they that. learned it. I like, think that, I think sometimes, like, kind of like, you know how, like, if, like, humans, they come and, like, like, if they see their parents walking around, like, little kids, they'll yes. be like, oh, walking. Yes. So, like, maybe, like, the fish, they, like, they're young, and, like, they come in with their moms and their dads, mm. and they're like, wow, my mom's doing this, okay, I'll follow her. And then, like, when they grow up, they're like, I know what to do, and, like, circle. So you think they learn? Maybe. They learn or they get eaten. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. Well, not the shark. 
with the shark when they're babies. They have like, like if like the baby, they gotta stay alive. The, the mom just doesn't come and feed them. So, cause I used to watch a show called Animal Fight Night, yes. and this one shark it came out, and his brother and sisters weren't even born, and it ate one while it was still in its sack. Oh my word! You mean it ate its little brother or sister? Yeah. Oh. Imagine you. Imagine the first one in your family. I don't eat my sister. Well, I mean, if you were a shark. If you, like, the firstborn, like, they, like, like, I mean, they gotta live. So, like, what are they supposed to eat? Their mom? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. But still. But you're going to camp, right? Yes. And what is your favorite part of camp? Okay, that's really hard. It's, like, so hard. It's not horses? Because I don't go to horse camp. Oh, but... Are horses your favorite thing this summer, then? Probably. What do you like about horses? Well, I I used to watch this um I used to watch this um show. Yeah. I still do. It's called Free Rain. It's about um this horse. His name is Raven, and only this girl named Zoe can like tame him, and I can like you know that makes him calm. Yes. And I can like see how it's like. How it's like coming together because like I love seeing them jump and do dressage, and like dressage is like a fancy style of riding. Yes. Yes. And so. Would you like to do that? Mhm. And do you ride these horses by yourself now? No. No. And so you have coaches or they're not teachers? really coaches; they're trainers. They're they, trainers. They help you because if I rode by myself, who knows what the horse could do? Yes. Like say, say I do something wrong. Mm. Like say I whip. Like so sometimes McDreamy, that's one of the horses I ride. He's really lazy. So say <laughs> he's not moving fast enough. So I'm like McDreamy, come on, and I whip him too hard, and he bullets. Uh, like he like dashes, and I'm just like this is way too fast, and like I fall off or I get lost. Emotional support pets. Yeah. Or my mother is in a nursing home, and we took Zuzu the little Westie Terrier, into the nursing home, and everybody loves to see the dog. And so they, instead of being bored or sad, they kind of brighten up because, hey, we don't see a dog all the time, and people like animals. And so there's that kind of thing with horses too, I think. Do you think so? Yeah, because, like, I once had a stress day, and I was riding, and I was going to see Lotto, and... um. Like, I was really early, so Vicky said that I could go in his stall with him because they were going to blow dry the, um, I don't know why they do this, but, like, they blow, because, like, they put some water on the, um, the floor to clean it, and then they blow dry it. I went in Lotto's stall, and I was, like, really sad, and Lotto came up to me and, like, put his head on my head. I'm just like, what Lotto? He put your, put his head on your... Like, he walked over to me, and he's like, he wants to stay high, so I'm just like, come on. So like, I sat on his hay bale. And so you think he sensed that you were having kind of a bad day? and He made me better. That's sweet. I love him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, so you're nine and a half. Yeah. So you're going into what grade? Fourth. Fourth. What fraction of your class would you say at age nine, fourth grade, elementary school, mm -hmm. they have a phone? They have their own phone. 
Let's see. Is it about like forty? Forty percent of the class. Almost half. Yeah, almost. Because they have their own phones. I think. So they can text. Because I know that Sophie. I know that my neighbor, a couple of houses down, definitely has her own phone. The teachers have to tell them put it away. Yeah. Um. Oh, I know that my friend Anna. She's not really my friend, but like we, you know, we're like friends. Like we know each other and stuff. Um. She has her own phone. So, like, if you count that, then that's all, that's the only people that I know have, that I know, but probably 40%. Oh, my word. And are they, if they catch them with the phone in the class, will they take the phone away? So, this one time in second grade, Annalise did have a phone, and it rang. So In like, class? Yes, it rang in class. And what happened? And we were all like, what's happening? And then the teacher was like, what's going on? And Annalise said, it's my phone. She got it taken away. Oh. But they gave it back to her, like, in a week. Sometimes they keep it in the June box. It's the day. What, the, what box? The June box. Because what is that? School, I don't know if you know this, but, but most schools end in June. So we this thing have a June, we have this thing called a June box, and it's where... If they catch you, if they catch you with something that they don't like, they will take it away in the June box, and you won't get it back till June. That's a long time to keep a phone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, if it's like, I think if it's, I think, well, my teacher gave all of our stuff back at the second to last day of school. Uh huh. So. What kind of stuff? There were some Pokemon cards. There was a rubber. There, uh, no, it was a fuzzy dice. That's about it. There was more things, but I can't remember them. Do kids text? They can. But, like, mostly they don't. The fifth graders all have phones. Oh, I get it. Yeah. But But that's a ways away. I know. But, like, Miss Whitner, she's our principal. She doesn't, like, she doesn't really want us to be texting because... If we're if if it's like free time and we bring out our phones, what if we miss our bus? Cause there have been cases where people have missed their bus. Their bus. Do you have any social media account? Nope. No Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, no Snapchat, no nothing. Do any of your friends have? So there's this thing that kid like it's kind of like a kid's not like a kid's Facebook, but like your parents control it. So your parents control who you text, who you FaceTime. And the fun thing is about it is like, it's kind of like Snapchat. It has like these little pictures that you can do. Cause there's like, um, on my mom's phone, there's, um, I, I've seen, there's this one. It, it, um, it's like, well on the iPad, there's me. So I have my own account. And um, I have a couple friends on there and family members. And um, there's like this one where it makes you have a unicorn horn and like this horn and this unicorn just bouncing back and forth, back and forth, and then a rainbow over top. What's it called? Messenger Kids. Messenger Kids, I get you. So like your but parents But it's only have to a trusted them. few. It's not like anybody can. Mm-hmm. You really got to know who yeah. it is on the other side. Like your parents have to, because like it's like your parents have to put in 
like their email and stuff like that. And so they're not like strangers out there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not like Facebook where like you're going around and like people can look on you and stuff like you. that. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah, and but it sounds like fun to play. Yeah. And you can post like, you can't really post, but it's like you can choose your own po- profile picture. Yeah. It's my my profile picture is a picture of me and Aubrey when we were having a sleepover. Oh. Yeah. You know, we each other since I was six months old, so I mean, like... You are so lucky that you have friends and that you have, you know, uncles, aunts, you have... Cousins. Cousins. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Thank you for making time to talk to me. Of course. I appreciate that. Um, it'll be interesting when you're 18 and you listen back to this, or when you're 28. Or when your great 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 grandchildren listen to this. What? <laughs> well, think about it. It's like a time capsule. They could say, that's what great 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 grandma Lily sounded like when she was my age? <laughs> hey, when I was your age, well, when I was 10, I went to camp. Only it was a sleepover camp in North Carolina in the mountains. And they woke us up in the middle of the night and we watched TV and it was a little black and white TV and we watched a man step on the moon. Really? That was 50 years ago. 50? How old are you now? 60. I was 10. I was one year older than you. But I still remember that. And I have a recording of me when I was a little boy. And I sound like an old woman. Wait, what? No, you don't. I do. I'll play it for you sometime. It's on a cassette tape, though. Have you ever seen a cassette tape? Is it like the one in the guest room? Probably. Where it's a little tape about, you know, a couple of inches. And Mm -hmm. has the tape that rolls around. Whereas these are cards, you know, you know. The digital. Mm-hmm. High five. Thank you, Miss Lily. You're welcome. I hope Lily is not too embarrassed by that. I don't see why she should be. She's very well spoken. She won some um, speaking, like a speaking competition. Toastmasters, I think it was. I didn't know they had Toastmasters for little kids. But that's. She's really very direct and well spoken. I want to tell you, uh, by way of introduction, a little segue, that um, I'm doing this professionally now, recording these kind of time capsules, primarily with older people, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, grandfathers, um, uh, through a company called Voice Locket. It was a creation. The name came from my daughter, but the idea behind Voice Locket, which you can find at voicelocket.com, is to capture um, video and audio of, you know, kind of the elder statesmen, the the elders, while they're still around, to capture their stories while their memories are still sharp. I did it with Lily's grandmother, my mother-in-law, for the family, and it was just, it's just wonderful to hear their voices talking about growing up. I hope you'll take a look at that website, voicelocket.com. Thanks so much.
Man Listening is a production of Unmediated LLC in cooperation with the Queen City Podcast Network and Balto Creative Media. Allison Andrews at Andrews Creative and Rachel Clapp Miller are developmental producers. Sally Higgins at Higgins and Owens tries to keep us legal. Our music is A Day at the Park by the group Pictures of the Floating World. Your announcer is Catherine Smith. That's me. Please go to our Patreon page. You'll find us at patreon.com. Look for Man Listening. One word, no spaces. We hope you'll join us by becoming a member. A small investment can raise up the conversation. If you want exclusive member merch, like a t-shirt, we can arrange that too. A huge shout out and thank you to everyone who has supported Man Listening now in our third year from the very beginning. I appreciate you. Don't forget to support us at Patreon. We believe one voice can change the conversation. Thanks.